This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. As school bells ring and a new school year begins, how can parents best arrange a family routine that's organized, efficient, and fun? And that includes getting kids to wake up on time and get ready before the school bus arrives. You know, it's those lost shoes and not remembering where you put your homework the night before and everyone's rushing and parents are getting overwhelmed. Then, gambling can be found just about everywhere these days. And for the more than 10 million problem gamblers, that can be a serious risk. One of the things that has happened in the last couple of years is people have shifted to more online gambling. You know, that starts to introduce new problems because people, of course, can access online gambling any time of the day or night. Those two stories and more are ahead on this week's show. InfoTrack begins after this. Service is available at all 6,200 stores. See details at AutoZone.com. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. The school year is just getting underway for most families. That requires changes in the morning routine to get kids up and ready on time for the school bus. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey talks to a parenting expert for some helpful suggestions. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Laura Lynn Knight is a former elementary school teacher, certified positive discipline educator, and family mediating teacher. She's also the author of Break Free from Reactive Parenting, and she now specializes in helping families create more calm in their homes. Laura, what are the most common ways that a back-to-school morning can go sideways, especially early in the school year? I think we've all had so many sideways back-to-school mornings. And, you know, it's those lost shoes. You can find one, but you can't find the other. And not remembering where you put your homework the night before. And everyone's rushing and parents are getting overwhelmed. And before you know it, you're in reaction. And you might find yourself yelling or scolding. And that's not how we want to start our day. I know none of us parents want to start our day that way. And so... Just learning routines and different tools that we'll talk about, I'm sure, today is going to be so helpful for not running into those hiccups. What are some tasks that can be taken care of the night before that will maybe smooth out a busy morning like that? I'm thinking maybe making lunches in advance, right? Yes, I love that. When I was an elementary school teacher, it was always something I was telling all my parents. Now I'm on the other side, but when I was in the classroom, I'd always say, here's a really good tip for, you know, make your lunch the night before. You can get here on time. But beyond that, what I really love to do and encourage other families to do is to create a morning routine chart. So that's where we sit down prior to school starting, we're with our kids and we say, hey, what do we need to do to get ready for school in the morning? And usually kids will say, you know, oh, we need to brush our teeth or we need to get dressed, we need to eat breakfast. And then us as the parents, we can come in and say, great ideas. What about finding our shoes? Where are we going to keep those? Perhaps we're going to put them by the front door or at night, we're going to put them next to your bed so that we find them first thing in the morning. What about our lunches? Are we going to get up early and make them? Are we going to make them ahead of time each evening? So really getting clarity and writing that down so our children and us are on the same page and it's a collaborative effort. 
A few moments ago, you touched on the yelling problem. Uh, if kids aren't moving fast enough or, or getting ready, what can parents do other than yelling? So there are inevitably are going to be those mornings, right, where our kids just feel like they're going as slow as a sloth and we are trying to get out the door. And that's where, again, I really like going back to that morning routine chart. If you have a younger child, I encourage you to take pictures. The parent can actually put a picture of their child brushing their teeth, put a picture of their child eating breakfast and put it in order of what you're going to do. For older kids, they can type it, they can draw it, they can decorate their poster board however they want. But as the parent, instead of yelling, you can go back to that chart and say, what needs to happen next in your morning routine? Where are we? So we're kind of guiding them through We're encouraging them to keep up with the agreement that we already established. And then, you know, sometimes there may be logical consequences that come. But before we get to that point, we really want to just help use the chart as a guide. Our guest on InfoTrack is Laura Lynn Knight, a former elementary school teacher and now the author of Break Free from Reactive Parenting. And we're talking about how to get off on the right foot as the school year starts. Laura, how early is early enough for everybody? And this may be a different answer for each family, but how early should kids be getting out of bed before the school bus rolls up? It's a great question, and it really depends on the temperament and the needs of your child. So in my family, I know that 45 minutes is about how much time my children need to get up in the morning and get out the door on time. I know that, though, because we've practiced a few times and we've had a few days where we didn't have enough time, right? So we've learned that this is about how much time we need. Now, if you have a child that really spends more time getting ready, they might spend more time doing their hair or whatever it is, they're a slower eater, then you're going to want to build that into your morning routine and make sure that they have an extra buffer of time. The 800-pound elephant in the room that we have not talked about is electronic devices, screens and phones and TVs. Obviously, that could be a problem on school mornings. Just tell us what your thoughts are on that. Absolutely. So school mornings and devices can be very tricky, and every family is going to have their own rules. But this is a whole nother practice that I encourage parents to do. So first, we talk about sit down together as a family and discuss the morning routines, rituals, discuss your morning routine rules, you know, create this chart. And similarly, we can do that around screens and parents being very clear about when children are allowed to use their screens and when they're not. So for us, we're not going to have phone calls in the morning per se. We're not do unless there's a special exception. We're not playing video games, but it is okay in our household if our children are completely ready, they've completed everything on their morning routine chart, then they can watch a short show if we have time. And that can be a nice incentive, but I would encourage parents not to necessarily use it as a punishment because it can just lead to more of the power struggle. So in certain circumstances, I think it's okay, but you really have to see what you have time for and what you feel comfortable with. When we were talking about yelling and avoiding that a few moments ago, you mentioned consequences, and uh, I thought maybe we'd give a, a little time here to expand on that. What kind of consequences are effective? 
I really like to focus on logical consequences and logical consequences are just as they sound like, does it make sense? Does the consequence of my action make sense? So for example, if I am having a really hard time finding my shoes, my child is, and they're not getting ready for school on time, does it make sense to say, okay, you didn't get ready for school on time. So now you're late and you can't have dessert tonight. Those feel really separate for a child, but to say, if you cannot get ready in the morning, we're practicing, you're late over and over again, this is clearly making you miss work at school because you are late. And now on Saturday morning, we're gonna need to do a little bit of extra makeup schoolwork. That would be more of a logical consequence. It makes more sense. So there's a famous old saying, you know, does the punishment fit the crime? And that's always what comes to my mind when I'm thinking of, okay, what would make the most sense here and doesn't feel punitive just for the sake of punishing the child? Laura Lynn Knight, the author of Break Free from Reactive Parenting. Thank you very much for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, tips to help problem gamblers avoid risky behavior. That story straight ahead. There's more InfoTrack coming up. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.